referees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they went referees. Well, shit, credit to them then. That's not take. Oh, that's a take. Oh, credit. Credit to them. That was scumbag Dak Prescott crediting fans for throwing shit onto the field at the referees after the Dallas Cowboys lost to the San Francisco 49ers. Another disappointing year, another disappointing playoff game from Dak, but anything to take the attention off of him and how he played. He uh, throws the refs under the bus while they have no one to blame but themselves. This is a special edition of old school sport. It's been a while. We've been a little all over the place. Is it the beginning of the end? Is it a little blimp in the road? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, here with me tonight is returning guests because we did a preseason preview of the NFL season. Peter Versicchio and Oliver Miner. Thank you very much to both of you for joining me tonight. Next time, refer to us as three-time recurring guests. Okay. Oliver, anything to add? Victor Pooh, like goo on your shoe. What up, bitch? Okay, Oliver, I'm expecting a lot um, more from you this time around because you are a recurring guest on uh, Tommy Hogan and um, Lear's Syracuse show, which is awesome for them. I don't know why you're allowed to be on it, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm expecting a little bit more out of you this time around. Not a dumbass takes like Jalen Hurts, a phenomenal quarterback, but we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that, all right? Uh, we'll definitely take a look back at the regular season, uh, talk about our biggest surprises, disappointments. We will do a little talk about the playoffs. The wildcard round was a good one. Well, a couple of games were good. Others were blowouts. We have the divisional games to look forward to. But first, list of the week. This is a special list of the week to get out of the way, us talking about our teams. We are going to list the three things that went wrong for each of our teams that prevented them from making the playoffs. The Jets didn't really have much expectations going into the season. The Giants, uh, you were either high on them or low on them. And then the Vikings. Vikings, definitely the most disappointing of the three. So we'll uh, we'll hear Oliver's reasons why they did not make the playoffs. But let's start with Peter. Peter, number three for you. What went wrong for the Jets? Uh pretty pretty consistent story with with what you expect me to say uh i think i think that all these things kind of my number three isn't necessarily correlated to the others but uh i have uh the lack of top end talent obviously the jets have a lack of top end talent they literally had to strip their roster last year and are just kind of filling in the pieces but that said some guys to look out for uh the number two reason which is whoa 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 I, whoa whoa are we just but, gonna are we just gonna list the three or I thought we were gonna do three two and one like go around do you want to just do oh, all we, three we at once that. we can do that it's your show I mean, asshole you pick yeah, <laughs> it it probably makes more sense to go team to team yeah uh, I mean that's how we usually do it obviously you guys haven't been listening for a while but that's okay uh, true <laughs> friends I don't think many people have. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, uh, all right, Oliver, number three for you, asshole. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Rashad Breeland. Like, the whole country knows it. He was responsible for three or four losses alone. Uh, Vikings would be uh, double-digit win territory. We'd be in the final round of four in the NFC if it weren't for him. It's Rashad Breeland. I mean, he was, at, at one point, the last-ranked cornerback 
among all qualifying cornerbacks. The guy was a bum. He just showed signs of, uh, you know, getting beat off the line, getting beat on deep balls. He could never get it together. And again, he, he was the biggest, eh, I guess, third biggest reason that the Vikings couldn't get it together. Okay. Um, this is going to be entertaining. Uh, no, nothing. I just uh, okay. That that was fair. I I just hate the fuckers like tone sometimes. Like, like even though he has good points, you just can't like take him seriously because he just sounds like he's being sarcastic or condescending all the time. But that, right, that's, I not agree more. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, number three uh, for me, um, uh, I would say injuries. Uh, but I'm gonna. Uh, hold that off because that's not an excuse in today's uh, day and age, especially how you saw the Ravens almost make the playoffs with the amount of injuries that they have. So number three for me uh, is a lack of cohesive coaching, a lack of a strong game plan, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, everyone wants to say that Patrick Graham is a uh, great mind on the defense side of the ball, and, and I'll admit that the defense played better towards the second half of the season. However, as a whole, very disappointing season for the unit. No pass rush whatsoever. But uh, offensively, I mean, everyone thought that Jason Garrett was the problem. And look how that turned out. Uh, Freddie Kitchens was even worse. Uh, Joe Judge, uh, I'll, I'll get more into him in just a little bit. But very conservative play calling, uh, play style. Uh, not going for it when many people thought. Uh, he should have, especially when the Giants literally had nothing to lose later in the season. Uh, I'll go with uh, coaching number three. Peter? Uh, my number two is going to be, I mean, uh, kind of contributing to the lack of the lack of top-tier talent. Uh, the Jets, I don't know if they ended the season at this point, but for a good part of the season, they had the highest percentage of their salary cap on the injured list. They, they paid Carl Lawson all this money, which, if you remember, last time, the day that we recorded this was the day he, he got injured. But um, they, they immediately lost him. They lost Corey Davis. They lost, like, I mean, they lost Zach Wilson for, like, four weeks. Like, you're just not going to win games if you don't have the players out there. And the only guy who actually... Well, they actually did win without Zach Wilson. Mike White threw four touchdowns against a uh, playoff team. Thank you. And how do you follow it up? I know. I'm just saying. I just had to, you know, correct you a little bit. But okay, continue. Uh, Yeah, and the the guy who nobody expected to finish the season, CJ Mosley, actually ended up having, I wouldn't say a career year, but a pretty damn good year. He had a ridiculous amount of tackles. Do you think that he's a valuable asset in the off season, or would you like to see them build upon that defense? They're paying him fifteen million dollars a year. It doesn't matter whether or not I want him gone. He's staying. No, I'm just saying, like, would you be okay with them looking to trade him? If, like, a team uh, accepted it, would you oh, be yeah. okay with that? Okay. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Okay. But, I, I mean, he's – I absolutely hated him at the end of last year when he just opted out, which, I mean, I can't really say I blame him after seeing what happened with Adam Gase and that whole, whole debacle. But, no, I'd say that, I'd say that my, my sentiment on him is, is higher than it once was, but I'd still be willing to, to move off if something wanted to. Okay, uh, to the person who keeps making these random fucking sounds – when Peter's talking, Oliver, go ahead. Was I making sound? I didn't even mean to. I, I didn't hear it. You didn't hear? Oh, yeah. all right. I think well, some of the voices again. again. Yeah, no, again. it's yeah, not the voices. No, I know what those sound like. I know what those sound like. Go, go, Oliver. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the second big issue that uh, was kind of the 
cause of the Vikings' demise this year was the interior offensive line. I mean, look, Victor, you know this. They drafted the Cleveland show, Ezra Cleveland, to be the guy at left guard. He's okay. He's showing signs of promise. I don't think he's there yet. Uh, you got Garrett Bradbury still at center. I mean, his highlight of his career was that catch he had last week where he ran for 21 yards. That's about all he's been good for, for the four years that he's been there. Um, you have Ali Udo on the right guard. He's shown no improvement whatsoever. Um, no matter who they put in that spot, has not been able to fill the void there uh, since Steve Hutchinson left. Shout out Madden 12 Ghost Card. Um, so it's been in the interior of the line. I mean, the tackles, you know what you're getting out of Brian O'Neill. Darisaw showed promise. But, um, again, there's too much pressure. They can't get the run going in the inside uh, because of the lack of guard and center play. And that was the reason, part of the reason for the Vikings fall, at least on uh, offense. Yeah, Oliver, to go off of uh, your point, and it sounds like someone's blowing into the mic, so I don't know what the hell's going on there. But uh, I, too, think number two reason for why the Giants uh, failed to make the playoffs this year was the uh, just embarrassment that they called offensive line. And I understand that Andrew Thomas made some progressions in year two when uh, built off of his rookie year, but I gotta be honest with you, the rest of the offensive line was an absolute and utter joke. Uh, Billy Price, uh, I know that they had an injury with Nick Gates, one of their team captains at center. He was out for the year early in the season. Billy Price was a joke. Uh, Will Hernandez can't get him off the team soon enough. He's a fake tough guy. Um, who else? Matt Pert. Uh, can't beat Nate Solder for the starting right tackle job, and Nate Solder was an absolute bum. I can't get him retired fast enough. The man should have stayed out of the league when he decided to sit out for that season. Uh, just an utter joke. And, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm having the same conversation uh, for the last decade or so because they failed to improve on the offensive line, kept hearing how it was much better than everyone expected, and yet – uh, we we had experts. We had people in the front office telling us to believe in this offensive line when it was so clear that these were not the right guys for the job, and they really stunted the potential of that offense. And Peter, the number one reason why the Jets struggled this season. Sure. So uh, probably to tie in tie in everything I've said, the number one reason. Rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. I think that you can – I don't know how many times in NFL history a rookie head coach and rookie quarterback tandem has succeeded. But the fact that they're doing something that they've never done when Sam Donald was there, I mean, I can't remember the last time up since like Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan that the head coach and starting quarterback were going to be the same two years in a row. I mean, I guess Gase and Donald too, but you didn't draft Donald. But having a first-year head coach, first-year quarterback in the same system is, is especially in a division with Bill Belichick and the Buffalo Bills, it's usually going to go gonna go south for you. And it did. But, hey, promise for the future. Oliver, number one reason why the Vikings were, the, were one of the most disappointing teams in the NFL. Uh, I think it falls under Mike Zimmer. Um, and I mean, with, uh, I mean, the fact that you didn't include Kirk Cousins in the top three reasons is an absolute joke. Was it, was it your segment or my No, I'm just saying like you were honestly one of the stupidest, dumbest sports fans. You're a product of today's (laughs) sports media, but continue. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to talk about the quarterback who threw 
33 touchdowns, seven picks, and 4,220 The one that missed the playoff, the one that missed the game in the playoff stretch because he decided not to take a little shot. Uh, yeah, I forgot. You let me know when you're finished. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Real <laughs> leader right there. Real leader right there. Hell of a, hell of a guy. <laughs> you like that. You anyway, like that. Okay. Yeah, you like not making the playoffs, I see. Continue. Anyway, Dirty Kirk, what did I say before last season? It was going to be his MVP year. He came up a little short of that. Should he be a pro bowler, and will he be a pro bowl reserve? Most likely. I mean, when you put up the numbers like that guy does, you make the throws like that guy does that maybe five or six <laughs> other people in the world can, you're going to be in consideration there. Now, obviously, the defense didn't hold up their end of the bargain. If the defense can play even half the level that they can as the offense did, we'd be having a very different conversation, and we'd be talking Camden. I digress. Anyway, the number one issue for the Vikings this year was Mike Zimmer uh, between his, uh, you know, conservative play calling on the two minute drives before halftime, uh, you know, questionable run plays where they needed, you know, 15 yards and they run two yard, uh, two yard dives up the middle with Dalvin Cook or, you know, Alexander Madison. The whole thing was a shit show from the beginning. And, you know, Zimmer, he was, he was one of the better coaches that the Vikings had, but after eight years of, you know, or four or five years of mediocrity, something's got to give. And you know what? The franchise made the right play. They got rid of him. And uh, you know what? We're on to uh, we're on to the next one. No, they didn't because I think uh, Zimmer's time with the Vikings just ran its course. But I think they're letting up, uh, letting go a very good coach, and he will be back at the head coach position. But uh, I mean, it's it just it's just your what thirty plus million dollar quarterback uh, not being able to take them that next step. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely blame it on Zimmer. Definitely. Um, my number one reason for the why the Giants uh, failed this season um, and really just embarrassed not only the franchise but the fans is because they were a team with a bunch of frauds. Uh, I can start at the general manager position yep. with Dave Gelman. Absolute fraud. He he came in day one telling us he was going to do this, going to do that, and did absolutely none of it whatsoever. Talking about rebuilding the offensive line, getting pass rushers. Um, he, he did none of that. Joe Judge, I'll be honest with you guys. I was so on board with Joe Judge coming back for year three. Until, A, the reports about him being safe came out, and it seemed like the team started to play worse after uh, that report came out. B, when he stood in front of the press and gave like a 10-minute rant on how things behind the scenes are getting better, that 10-minute rant that he went on just completely uh, dissolved and destroyed everything that judge had built his coaching on uh what made me a fan of it because he always seemed like a guy or at least he said the right things where it seemed like he wasn't gonna point fingers and he was gonna the buck stops with him and all that and it seemed like he was throwing shots at pat Shermer, washington football team uh it was just it, it was embarrassing really and that's when I was like, all right, this man needs to get out of the building and never coach in the New York Giants again. The fact that Gelman lasted the whole season was embarrassment. Uh, Judge should have been fired right after the final game of the season against Washington. Uh, a team full of frauds. Offensive lineman Will Hernandez already talked about. Kenny Galladay, uh, fraud, $72 million fraud. Do you know that their left tackle, Andrew Thomas, had more res- 
receiving touchdowns than Galladay and their first-round draft pick, Kadarius Tony combined. Defense, bunch of frauds, Logan Ryan, uh, Leonard Williams, uh, James Bradbury. Uh, I, I mean, the list goes on and on, and I'm just so... Oh, Saquon Barkley, the biggest fraud of them all. I cannot wait till he is off the New York Giants. Evan Ingram, same thing. Uh, I'm just disgusted with this team. I really can't even give you one name besides maybe Xavier McKinney that I would like to keep, and Andrew Thomas, fine, whatever. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I I don't care what they do. I hope they completely blow it up because I know this team uh, has nothing real on it. Not even their quarterback, which you haven't mentioned a single time? Uh, I'm indifferent about him, uh, and that's that's oh, a fair no. that's a fair shot. <laughs> that's a fair shot, Peter. Uh, if Oliver was a true sports analyst and a true sports fan, he would have called me out on it. But thank you, Peter. Um, I'm indifferent on him because while he has not been given a fair opportunity, uh, the best, uh, the best, the best trait of a player is availability, and he has not been a available uh a lot through his first three seasons. He's gotten injured a decent amount. He does turn the ball over uh plenty of times. I do think that he played behind the worst offensive line uh, in the league, but then you see guys like Burrow excelling despite not having a strong offensive line, and he's a year younger than Jones. Jones, so I, I'm I'd be shocked honestly if he's the the quarterback moving forward because they're bringing in a whole new regime, but that does not mean I'm not rooting for Jones. In your defense, to be honest, uh, I think the Bengals have a better line than the Giants. But yeah, no, no, no. The Giants I, also are dead last. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying though that like, um, you know, just because you don't have a great offensive line doesn't mean it's impossible to succeed. But when you're playing, I mean, Peter, uh, I almost give credit to Jones for what he was able to do behind or in that offense because then you saw. Mike Lennon, who should not be on an NFL roster next season, and then Jake Fromm, okay, and you saw how little they were able to be, even just uh, adequate quarterbacks. I, I mean, it, it almost is a testament to what Jones was able to do with that offense. But, yeah. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame just for that. I agree with you completely there. <laughs> if you have bad quarterbacks that don't do well, no matter how good you are as a starting quarterback, I think you should get immediately a Canton jacket. No questions asked. Moving on. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Uh, but that's all I have to say. I mean, it's not all I have to say. I could do a whole show on the piss-poor Giants, but let's keep it moving. And uh, I'm just going to do a recap of how the season played out, um, and then we'll take a look back at some of our predictions that didn't exactly pan out to plan. But so the te- in the AFC, the American Football Conference, Oliver, if you didn't know that, uh, Tennessee came away with the number one seed and they won the AFC South. Uh, then the Chiefs winning the West, the Bills winning the East, Cincinnati winning the AFC North. In the wild card, the Raiders, believe it or not, with everything that happened to them this season, uh, walked away with the number five seed. 
Patriots, number six, and then Steelers last week of the season uh, snuck their way into the playoffs at number seven. Uh, remember, one additional playoff team this season was added. Uh, so now seven teams from each conference make it. Only the number one seed gets a bye. Uh, in the National Football Conference, NFC, Oliver, Green Bay Packers win the North, number one seed. The Buccaneers, Shocker, win the South. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, anti-America's team, uh, earned the number three seed and won the joke that is called the NFC East. The Rams won the uh, NFC West. Cardinals with the number five seed and the wild card. San Francisco 49ers, number six. And then the Eagles, once again, barely made the playoffs at the number seven seed and the last uh, playoff spot in the wild card. So, Oliver, I'll start with you this time. Uh, If we could go back and redo everything... Uh, what is one prediction that you would have changed or one, uh, one take you would have changed after seeing how the, uh, season played out? Yeah. So I think that, uh, the main one, I think what I said last year was the Raiders were going to finish with the last overall record or whatever, whatever you call it. Uh, obviously not the case. Um, I think that they very well could have with that roster, especially after how, you know, the, um, middle of the season transpired with uh flying henry ruggs and racist johnny um so i, I think i think better driver be better more. driver me or henry ruggs you can get more air on yours but i think him straight line is faster okay uh anyway i, I think that the roster still wasn't there max crosby played a big role in the defense Derek Carr had one of those i mean their car is an okay quarterback at best. He just happened to win a couple of big games that put him in the playoff picture, and then they proceeded to get smoked by the Bengals. Uh, anyway, I think okay, was smoked. It was a one-score <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, that was it. I mean, that was it. It was, uh, it was the Raiders having the last overall, you know, stand, being in the standings. It wasn't the case. That was, I believe, the Giants or Jets, but. Go on, not the Jets. Not not the Jets or the Giants. It was literally the Jaguars. Oh, it was the, it was the no, it was, oh yeah, it was. I thought it was the Lions. No, nope. Jaguars. Lions, Jaguars. Jets. Yeah, dude. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Peter. Yeah. Your turn. What what is one thing that you would uh <laughs> redo or uh, or feel that you were completely wrong on? surprise or are we getting there no we, we're getting there this could be anything you fuck uh okay then i have two for biggest surprise and biggest disappointment so i'll just give you one of them okay that's fair uh, my biggest disappointment is well my second biggest disappointment i guess is gonna be the new york giants which that's we fair. talked about already but let me elaborate no that's uh, fair. At the beginning of the season if you want to go ahead and rip up the soundbite at some point today uh, you were telling us, in fact, you were screaming into the mic about how the Giants were going to win the division. That's not, that's not, that's not. No, that's real. That's real. I was not screaming and I said, best case scenario, Peter. Peter, Fine. don't that's rewrite history. That's go. a lot. Now, go. Oliver, did he or did he not start yelling about the Giants that are, they're going to win the division? He did go back and re-listen just for credibility purposes. Victor does have the Cowboys at the one seed in the division, but he also stands up for Joe Judge is what I have as well. So I think those two cancel mm. out, 
and at the but, goal. Dude, what the fuck did you... What? Replay first down. Penalties on both sides, dummy. All right, so... Okay. Either way, yeah. My biggest disappointment... Second biggest disappointment is Giants, and that's all I got. Victor, any rebuttal there? Um, no, I mean, I just, I'll, once again, I don't know if you guys consider it screaming, but I definitely was not screaming about the Giants winning the NFC East. I said that if everything went right, I do have them winning the division, but I don't think I was screaming in that passion about it. You had, you had those neck veins that like we all know about. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you look good. Yeah, no, you look good. Yeah, you're a dumbass, dude. Um. I mean, I there's so many things that like I've I could say right now, but uh, you guys are fucks. But right now, uh, I'll be honest with you. P, uh, this was this was a take. I'm not sure if I really made on the show or podcast when we record. But shut up. Um, but Peter, this was when you asked uh, three surprises or or three takes for the NFL season. They kind of had to be like hot takes. Yeah. Uh, and mine was the Steelers being a bottom five uh, team. And I, listen, I was not blown away with the Steelers at any point. Uh, I think that their defense was legit and I completely forgot. I mean, and also shocker, uh, I got something right. Uh, I predicted that TJ Watt would win def- defensive player of the year. And uh, barring uh, the voters being a bunch of Olivers, uh, I think that he's going to win it. But uh, I really was wrong about the Steelers. And the fact that they were able to sneak into the playoffs when all hope seemed to be lost. Um, You know, Mike Tomlin, 15 years, never a losing season. Really have to consider him one of, if not the best coaches in the league. To me, he's top three. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Steelers, and uh, if I could change one thing, it would have been that. Also, I was a bit too high on the Colts because... Uh, Victor, what? If, if, if I may, I have all of these hot takes written down right now. You want me to read you yours? Uh, uh, yeah, you can. Uh, I, know, I know two of them. Okay, here's <laughs> Number one, Daniel Jones has a Josh Allen-type jump yep. if the line holds up. Yep. Oh my God. Two. <laughs> if the line holds up, see you fuck. You always have it and out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two Panthers double their wins for like three weeks. You were right. Uh, three Jimmy G plays full season and the best football since joining the 49ers. I may agree with the best football. Yeah. Obviously he didn't play full season, but he was playing good football. Yep. And finally, so there was our bottom five team. Oliver had Daniel Jones will be benched this season, and it will be his last season as a Giant. That could be true. That could be true. Raiders will have the worst record in the league. Nice job, dumbass. Kirk Cousins will be a pro bowler. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be a pro bowler. He'll still be a reserve, and that counts. And I had Dolphins win under eight games. That didn't work. Uh, They they won nine. Colts win 12. I think they won nine. And this one's a doozy, honestly. The Washington football team loses in the NFC Championship. Yeah. That one's tough. Yeah. What, what, when are we going to talk about the fact that you both said that you'd rather have an offensive lineman over Jamar Chase? When are we bringing that part up? Bro, get the fuck out of here. Everybody Should we do that, that now or should we wait that till, till, we wait till the end on that? Okay, so I don't think that that's, that's not like a fair 
attack on me and Peter because you got to understand yeah, the that context. That would be like the worst take of all time. You pick like the guy with the second best, like maybe the no the best receiving season ever as a rookie, one of the best as a regular receiver, let alone a rookie. And then you said you'd rather take like Panay Sewell or someone else, like who like who, who had a great season. But are, are we gonna say that Jamar Chase? Like I'm saying, positionally, a left tackle is more valuable than a receiver. Oh, so we're not even at the point where we're gonna admit it yet. Uh, I mean, uh, we're pretty young here in, in this in their NFL lives. Yeah. All right, so we gotta wait for their career to be over for the end of it. Yep. Well, we gotta be a little more patient, Alvar. And this is this is another reason why you're a product of today's sports media because you're a fucking idiot. I just wanted to get to check in, and we're not ready. All right. Anyway. Okay. Not ready. All right. Anyway, let's keep it going. Um, Oliver, since Peter gave one of his, what's your biggest surprise of the season? Uh, I mean, as far as surprise, I think the Titans, uh, I don't know. I mean, they, they somehow managed to find a way to lose to the, what, the Jets and the Texans. <laughs> yeah. But I also think without Derrick Henry, everyone kind of wrote them off. You know, they had no run game now. Julio was hurt for a little while. I think A.J. Brown was hurt for a little bit. And they just kept rolling. I mean, obviously, AP, arguably better than Derrick Henry, um, but we're not going to get into that. Uh you know, helped help them a little bit there. They brought in some other guys, but I think the Titans being able to stay in the first seed despite the Derrick Henry injury, I think that was uh, the biggest surprise in the season. That's a great point, Oliver. I mean, it really doesn't matter because they're not going to get far with Tannehill as their quarterback. But, uh, Peter, I'll let you go uh, because you know how strongly I feel about Tannehill. What's your biggest surprise? This one, uh, if for people who know my NFL fandom – this one hurts to admit. Uh, my biggest surprise was the Philadelphia Eagles, unfortunately. Uh, I, I said they had the worst roster in football, and we're going to have, what, like three wins or four wins or something along those lines. And I think they had nine and made the playoffs. They got smoked in the first round, but making the playoffs is an accomplishment in itself. So that would be my, you, my number one. That said, Jalen Hurts is far from a franchise quarterback. He's elite for fantasy, but he's far from a franchise quarterback. Wait, Peter, that's uh, – thank you because I just wanted to segue into this. Uh, I hope Jalen Hurts continues to fool uh, the entire city of Philadelphia, uh, that oh, yeah. organization, uh, their barbaric fans – because he's not a true NFL quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback. But keep thinking that he is, and you guys will go absolutely nowhere. This was this was such a fluke year. Um, you're lucky that the NFC was uh, very weak this season. But, uh, yeah, continue thinking Jalen Hurts is the answer and uh, see how far you go. Uh, even though uh, one of us, one of us three... Uh, and I quote, called him phenomenal, phenomenal. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, like you both had him. I went to the tape. You both had the Eagles as the worst record in the NFL last year. Yep. Going to keep that out of the net. And you had the Raiders. Roll that out. Yeah. yeah. And you had right. the Raiders. So then we're even. And but I, I would argue, also argue that Jalen Hurts, who I said would have a, the biggest range along with the Eagles as a team, that just so happened to be true. And they, did a lot of things that people did not expect them to do. Did they have a lot of shitty wins? Sure. But they still made it to the playoffs. And last I checked, that's a, lot, a little bit better than being the team with the worst, worst record in the league. But lost to the Giants, lost to the Giants. Yep, Which lost to the Giants. Hurts got picked off three times that day. 
Um, my biggest surprise, honestly, and I, I guess Oliver kind of uh, brought it up a little bit, but I got to go with the Cincinnati Bengals because I never expect them to be division winners. Now, again, uh, was it more of a product because of the teams around? No, because I really think that the Bengals, I mean, you saw the jump that Burrow had in year two. Jamar Chase, obviously, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, defense did its part. Uh, Joe Mixon, uh, solid running back. But um, you take a look at the AFC North, and, and I thought that was going to be one of the strongest divisions. And the Ravens kind of fell off uh, down uh in the second half of the season due to a couple injuries. Uh, biggest one, obviously, being to their star quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Steelers, uh, again, uh, hobbled their way into the playoffs. They were never really a strong team. And then the Browns uh, were the Browns. Uh, they did not meet, meet expectations. They were a disappointment. Uh, Baker Mayfield's time with Cleveland looks to be uh, on the brink. Uh, they did everything they could to not win this season. And uh, they're just a joke. But uh, credit to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals because I did not. I, I thought at best a wild card team, but division winners, good for them. Great. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that record that we all got the Browns where we all had them as the division winner. We were all were dead wrong. So we at least have that. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right. Uh, do we have any more surprises, uh, Peter? You said you had two. No, that was disappointments, but I already said one of them. Oh, okay. All right. So let's move on to uh, this point. Even though uh, I, I have a bonus one, uh, and Oliver, again, uh, credit to you, uh, the Raiders. I kept writing them off this season uh, from the Gruden situation to Ruggs to uh, another one of their players getting a DUI, uh, some tough losses here and there. Um and I just kept expecting them to fall off and go on a losing streak and fall out of playoff contention. They stayed with it till the end. And I did not expect them to beat the Chargers the final week of the season. They did. Credit to Carr. But I got to be honest with you. They they let go. General manager Mike Mayock. Uh, Oliver, I can't pronounce uh, the head coach, interim head coach, Nick, uh, last name because of my speech impediment. But yeah. if they don't give him the official title uh that is the uh one of the worst moves the Raiders have made in a long time and uh yeah I mean the players advocating for him but I think he's the perfect man for the job and he showed it to you how he led this team uh and again uh one play away from tying the uh Bengals in the wild card round but I think the Raiders uh have their man at head coach you're only saying that because he pulled like the old school move and wrote everybody handwritten notes. Uh, did that touch a nerve with me? Definitely. Exactly. But, but that's not the only reason you fucked, dude. Uh, he well, also was never, uh, you were never a good writer. You always had those Michael J. Fox hands, which always made it tough for you for like signatures and shit. Well, I didn't get extra time in my classes like you did. So, uh, let's True. just keep it True. moving. Um, biggest disappointment, uh, loud mouth. Let's go, Oliver. Biggest disappointment? Yeah. Like you for your mom, but go. Uh, that was tough. <laughs> um, 
Look, I mean, I think it's the Giants. Uh, the Maras, you know, they've been the owners for, what, 30 years now? I can't even keep count at this point. Um, at one point, You just have no idea. Great. You just have no idea. Look, as a New York guy, I love the Giants right on. My grandpa was actually a Giants fan. That's not a joke. Uh, you know, we watched both Super Bowls together. Uh, that was my secondary team. Uh, the Eli years were great. I always thought they could upgrade, but, you know, he won them too, so I can't really say much there. Um, and how they handled Eli and after everything that went down, drafting Daniel Jones and, like, these, these fans are just sticking to him and are refused to let go, drafting Saquon when they could have gotten Quentin Nelson. They failed us, New York, not just sports fans, but people in general. We need a team. The Jets, obviously, are not there yet. I like Zach Wilson. He's improving, but he's not there yet. We need a team as a New York sports fans. We cannot rely on the Buffalo Bills. Well, they're not a year's disappointment. So. Is John Mara? Oh, uh, like, yeah. I just want to point. I just want to. And that's po- as a Giants fan. Yeah, that's as a Giants <laughs> fan. Uh he. The Bills are not a New York team. Uh, let's get no. that uh, straight away. I I don't care if they win it all. They can have the parade in fucking Niagara Falls for all I care. Um, Peter, biggest disappointment. The biggest disappointment brought unbelievable joy to me the entire year, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, yeah. As you know, the New York Jets on their, on their draft pick this year, 10th overall. It was like the 5th overall for a good portion of the year. But I never in a million years would I imagine a team with Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, number 33, Bobby Wagner, was going to be – one of the worst teams in the league at this point. And every week it seemed like it was they were going to eventually pull it together. It was Russ gets hurt. Geno Smith looks like Geno Smith. King, though. And Russell Wilson comes back and just absolutely sucks against the Packers and puts up a zero spot for the first time in his career. So that was one of the most fun seasons as a hater of a team that I've ever had in my life. Peter, do you think that uh, Wilson's time is done in Seattle? going to be one of those guys that every year he threatens and it just never happens okay or he like just has a last ditch effort and like when he's fucking like 38 he just decides it's time to try it one time like brady and just it just doesn't work out okay um the giants i think you made some good points but i gotta be honest with you peter i don't know when exactly it was it was it was decently early uh, and I think I even talked about it with Max. I kind of saw the Seahawks for what they were, and really they they were in. They were in everyone's idea of a playoff team or contender solely because of Russell Wilson, and I think we finally saw that overall they do not have a good roster. They are not a good team offensively defensively i mean you said a couple of big names right peter but really they are not a good defense on offense they're not a good like they don't have a great offense line they don't have i i mean they have solid what they don't even have a good offense no i know they have solid options at wide receiver but no one that really like metcalf okay i like I get it, but he's starting to get on my nose too. He's starting to show his humor down the side, but but you know, lock it. I, I like I I get it, uh, but 
at, at the same time, like, they're just not a good team, and they're better than they are, and they get a lot more attention than they really deserve because of Wilson and Carroll, and I really think that both of them are going to part ways with the team this se- uh, this offseason. I think Carroll is not going to get fired. It's going to be one of those in a couple weeks down the road type of thing, mutually part ways. And well, then, why would you do that? You're just missing out. If they both know that he's gone, you're just missing out on top candidates. Yeah, I I mean from the Seahawks perspective, I get that. Um, but I I don't know. I think it's just gonna take some time, and and then I could see Carol taking like a year off doing TV or something, and then coming back. I could see that. Yeah, and then Wilson. Uh, I I mean as a Giants fan, I do not want him. I do not want to trade the boat for him. I do not think that he makes them a playoff team out of nowhere. But uh, I do think that he is seriously on the trade market. Did you not just hear what I said, Alvar? I don't want him. Yes, he's been rumored uh, to be an option for them. But as a John fan, I do not want him. I think he would be better off with a team like Denver. Denver, I think the perfect ideal landing spot for him would be New Orleans with Sean Payne. I honestly would. That's fair. But I do not want him. Um, I I mean, listen, Oliver, I, I'm not going to, you know, take a cheap shot at you like you did with me, but I, I think it's the Minnesota Vikings. I really thought that they had uh, talent across the board. Uh and they just did not live up to it. I think that they had the second best running back in the league. Uh, well, maybe third after Taylor's emergence. But Dalvin Cook, uh, I know that he uh, dealt with some injuries. But still, uh, they have one of, if not the best, wide receiver duo in the league in Thielen and Diggs. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, not being able to do enough as a leader, as your franchise quarterback. He, he's just a man quarterback, honestly. Uh, defense, I know that you talked a little bit about their struggles uh, all around. A very disappointing year for the Minnesota Vikings. But uh, I'll also throw in there the Indianapolis Colts because I thought that once uh, fresh start, he was going to absolutely kill it. Uh, they had a playoff spot essentially locked. All they had to do was beat the worst team in the NFL, and they failed to do that. Now they're already talking about his job not being safe for next season. That is never good. We know how mentally weak once can be. We saw it in Philadelphia. That is not a good sign uh, from Colts management. Uh, so I got to throw the Colts in there. And one one last one, uh, just because uh, Sam Darnold. I thought that, again, the first start with Carolina, absolutely failed. Absolutely failed. And, uh, yeah, now, now they have to figure out their quarterback situation. They tried to go back to Cam Newton. What? Watson. Do you think Carolina, really? I mean, it's Cam that's the Broncos or, or the Panthers. Uh, well, I have 22 reasons why I, I wouldn't touch him, but... Um, cool. But uh, Cam Newton, they tried to go back to. Uh, he's been... Nothing but a name since 2016. I don't know when people are going to realize that. But, uh, yeah, Panthers, Sam Darnold, really more than anything, very disappointing. Anything, okay. a- a- anything to add, Oliver? 
you usually got something to say. No, all good here. Yep, all good. All right, uh, so let's uh, keep going. Who is your MVP? Now, does everyone remember their preseason MVP pick? Because I think I do, and I'm going to be right once again with this pick. But I believe I called uh, Aaron Rodgers MVP. And a bold pick, Victor. What? Yeah, holy shit, bold pick. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you know. Again, you know my take on the award, but uh, it doesn't get voted like that. Uh, Peter, do you remember your preseason pick, and who do you think is going to win it? I want to say I picked Stafford. Okay. I mean, he was probably top three. Someone said Russell Wilson, I think. Oh, wait, that was me. Did you say Uh, Russell Wilson? Because that also sounds like a possible me answer because of how much I loved him. But, uh, all right, who do you uh, think is going to win it now? Uh, I believe that it, it has to be Aaron Rodgers. I think if you use, like, the, the like, LeBron MVP thing where it's, like, who is the most valuable player on, on any team in the league, it's absolutely Aaron Rodgers. Because we, I originally thought it might have been Derrick Henry, but after the Ram, after the, the Titans had that game against the statement game against the Rams, when he got hurt that weekend, everyone thought they were dead in the water, and they came out and just walloped the Rams. I I now think it's Aaron Rodgers because if you take Aaron Rodgers off the Packers, they're probably like a three and fourteen football team. Well, and, yeah, and they're gonna have to learn the hard way next season. But we saw a glimpse of that, Peter, when uh, he missed some time due to COVID. Uh, how. Uh, how bad the offensive looked without him. So I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you completely. Alvar, do you remember your preseason pick for MVP? I do not. Okay, and who do you think is going to win it now? Actually, no, I think it was Jonathan Cook, I said, which obviously some dumb shit. Um, I think it's going to be Rodgers or Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I mean, Brady's also in the equation. He just might get it because of the name. But he also might not get it because of the other names, and I feel like they want to switch it up. And it was Rodgers last year. Maybe it's Jonathan Taylor now, but I think not making the playoffs might be an issue for that. Um, if they did make the playoffs, I think he would be the clear cut. So I'm going to go Rodgers for now. Who was first team all pro? Was it Rodgers? I believe that was Brady, actually. That, I mean, that's usually like a, a glimpse of who. Yeah, I feel like it was Brady because. I think it was flip flop. Yeah. One got MVP, one got the votes for all pro. Well, wouldn't. Wait, no, I'm looking it up real quick because I actually remember seeing something where it was like double the votes and I I, I remember almost saying to myself, uh, oh shit, like Brady got half as many votes as Rodgers. But uh, anyway, um, no, Oliver, you bring up a good name. and I What? No, sorry, go ahead. I do think that Taylor would be a much more serious candidate if the Colts didn't make the playoffs. Listen, I wouldn't be terribly upset if he still won it because without him, the Colts would have been irrelevant uh, from the halfway point of the season on. But his emergence kept them alive. And, and again, it was really just a all-time choke performance. Um, they choked harder than some Oswego girls I know. But... Uh, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so uh, Taylor, 
uh, definitely, I think, will be in the conversation. But, yeah, it's going to be Rodgers or Brady. I mean, you know that the media people, the NFL. I mean, but, okay, guys, what, what do you think about that loser saying that he wasn't going to vote for Rodgers because he's the biggest jerk in the league? All right, I, I get it. Uh, he's a fucked up family. Who doesn't, okay? You know, whether he talks to them or not, uh, I think that's a little weird. He didn't get the COVID shot. Neither did Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, but to me, MVP shouldn't be. And I love Rogers' response to it. Uh, most valuable vaccinated player. Uh, I, I thought that Ryder was an absolute loser. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, uh, no, I'm not getting, you're not getting a political statement out of me. No, it's not a political statement, dude. <laughs> relax. No, I, I don't. I don't. There's, there's no way that they're gonna give that guy a vote again next year because of that stupid shit. Yeah. There's like absolutely no chance. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. Look. No, the the guy was an absolute ass clown sitting in this cubicle. They should take the guy out by the woodshed and just put him down old yeller style for saying some shit like that. Yeah, and uh, just to add to that point, uh, the guy was Chicago based. You know, he was just butt hurt too from Rogers yelling to the fans, I, "I still own you." Like, give me a fucking break, guy. Um, yeah, when you ball lick a franchise for 15 years, there's going to be some salty fans. Yeah, and, and you know who is another name that I, as an unbiased fan, uh, would have been all right if his name was thrown into the conversation as well? Dak Prescott, because we saw what the Cowboys were without a quarterback last season, and Dak, for the early part, was playing at an MVP level. Uh, at least in my opinion. But then he and the offense fell off, and now you can't throw him in there. He'll definitely win comeback player of the year, but MVP, I, I think that, that conversation is lost. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But, um, all right, guys. Uh, how about we get into some playoff talk? Uh, unless, do you guys have anything other you want to talk about regular season? No, I think we're good. Oliver? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, thank you. So, uh, first week of the playoffs, obviously the wild card. Uh, domination by the Bills, domination by the Rams, uh, Buccaneers, and then there was one more dominating team, uh, Bills, Bucks, Rams, and who else? Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs, yes, the Chiefs absolutely crushed the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, the 49ers upset the Cowboys, and then the Bengals ended a 31-year drought by beating the Raiders. So, uh, guys, let's start off with the blowouts. Uh, is this a sign of things to come? Who is most likely uh, to use this uh, for a playoff run? Peter, we can start with you. I mean, that's not really exactly the way I would have worded it. I wouldn't say it's going to fuel for a playoff run, but... I think okay. I well, think what was Bills, the most impressive then? What what like? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, I thought unfortunately it was the Buffalo Bills. They absolutely embarrassed. I mean, Mac Jones is a, an absolute joke and a fraud, but they absolutely embarrassed the Patriots, which was so awesome to watch. But in in embarrassing the Patriots, the Buffalo Bills won a playoff game again. So that that's not really exactly something I'm looking forward to. But I mean, in terms of fueling a play a playoff run. They more or less have the AFC Championship game this week now, so it doesn't really. It's not really like Chiefs versus Bills is whoever wins this is going to more than likely go to the Super Bowl because I don't think either of them are going to have a problem with the Titans, and they would beat the shit out of the Bengals, frankly. 
unless yeah. in two weeks I have a complete moron, but I don't think I will. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but Peter, before I ask Oliver, I just want to get our, I just want to bring this up with the Patriots because we had a good little conversation about this Monday night when I was over for the <coughs> next game. Um, do you think this is Belichick's final year with the team? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, going off that, like, what, what were you saying the other night? Uh, I think they, I think he's going to give it one more go-around, but it wouldn't shock me if he basically, like, readied up the quarterback, got them, got them a, a like, you, you, you're the one that mentioned, like, they have a capable head coaching candidate in McDaniels. They have, like, all the pieces in place. He even has his son now ingrained in the organization, and, like, I, it wouldn't surprise me, especially with his track record, for him to just leave, and it, it's pretty unexpected. But I don't. I think he's going to give it at least one or two more goes. Yeah, Peter, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked by either. But here's why, or the point that we made too is, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, him making sure that the quarterback was in place uh, and then leaving. I added that. I think that he wanted to make sure that the quarterback, the new quarterback that they drafted and had a good relationship uh, with Josh McDaniels because if anything were to happen, there's been talks for uh, years now that McDaniels is uh, set up to replace um, and be Belichick's successor. And Bill stuck around another year so that to make sure that they had a good relationship. So I wouldn't be terribly shocked if that happened this year. But I do still think Belichick loves the game and uh, has plenty left in him. So I think that he will be back. But it wouldn't be the most shocking move if uh, he does walk away from coaching after this year. There is also always the possibility, even though I think now with uh, GM talk starting to heat up for the Giants, I think that it's this year or never that Belichick um, becomes the head coach of the Giants, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, he always has ties with them. But, uh, yeah, Oliver, what about you? Uh, most impressive blowout from this past weekend? Yeah, I would probably have to give it to the Rams. Um, I mean, I think going to the game, what? obviously without Hopkins. What? What? I don't think that's ridiculous. I think that's... that's... Continue. So, again... Uh, it was the battle the of the frauds. It was the battle of the frauds, and the Cardinals are All just the bigger fraud. Yeah, this guy's sick and interrupting. Maybe if he was <laughs> applied that energy to being a quarterback, he'd actually fucking go somewhere. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, that's a joke. I didn't mean that. Anyway, before I get in here, let's just back it up to the 2021 season, uh, or I guess 2020 season, when uh, Mr. Pusateri said that Matt Stafford doesn't trust him. He thinks that the Rams are going to be disappointing with him. Um, you know, what did they do? Just went out and won the West, and then they just grabbed Odell. They barely won the West, Oliver. And then and then they went out and grabbed Odell in the middle of the season just to spite and fuck with you. And then he danced on your balls and then put six touchdowns on you in, like, four games. And then had another catch in the postseason on route to smoking the Cardinals – so, I I, th- I think I got to give it to the Rams. Dude, the Cardinals um, limped their way into the playoffs. That that was the most. I mean, they they Cardinals. were without their biggest 
offensive weapon. Murray is a midget that is loved and adored yeah. by the media for whatever yeah. fucking reason. Kingsbury is a glorified college head coach. He does not deserve to have a job. Yeah, well, it's Kuzateri again um, with the narrative of, uh, oh, injuries are excuses until it actually is an excuse to fit his own narrative. And that's not like a surprise. <laughs> to show that's that fair. That's fair. But, Again, all I'm saying at the end of the day, the Rams had an impressive win. They were no, they did not. Season. The Cardinals were they ma- no. They match up well against the Buccaneers. They have a history of success as of late against the team, including winning earlier this season. My yeah, and Brady's going to get his revenge. Well, if we're going to uh, play in hypotheticals, then Kirk Cousins is going to be a Hall of Famer. Dude, what? Okay, what, Peter? Oh uh, no, nothing. You sure? Yeah, no, it was about the it was about this weekend, but I think we're gonna get there. Um, I I I'm just gonna say this quick. The Bills obviously had the biggest, uh, impressive blowout of the four blowouts that occurred this weekend. Uh, I mean, to think that the Rams had the, I mean, it, it was the battle of the frauds, and the and the Rams uh were just a little less fraudulent than the Cardinals. Uh, I expect them to lose this week, uh, but getting to the Bills, uh, I think it was the most impressive. Like like we talked about, uh. I mean, this was the team that really ran the AFC, really ran the AFC East, really dominated the Bills, not just in general, but on their home turf for essentially two decades. I think the Bills were letting out a lot of anger that has been pent up, and they were annihilating essentially, quote, the bully of the AFC. Uh, So I think that they were... I, I mean, the fact that Josh Allen had more touchdowns than incompletions... Uh, especially how in their first matchup, how well the Patriots defense played against the Bills, how they essentially embarrassed Sean McDermott um, by just running it down their throat. The Bills got revenge uh, in the second matchup and then just completely dominant in all phases of the game uh, this time around. So it was definitely the Bills. Uh, the Rams, to me, would have been... The, the last, the least impressive victory from this weekend. But uh, let's let's continue. Let, let's take a look at uh, this upcoming weekend um, for the divisional round. Uh, Peter, did you have something that you wanted to get off your chest real quick? Uh, Pertaining to the, the divisional round? Yeah, you said uh, it's about this week, but I think we're going to get to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so going off what Oliver said about the Rams, who you randomly hate, um... They're just think, frauds. They're they're a team full of frauds too. But okay, uh, I think the Rams are gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat the Packers, but I think they're beating the Bucks this week. That's gonna be my my surprise win of the week, if it even is, because it's the four versus the two seed, I believe. Is okay, it three versus the two seed, maybe. Um, yeah, that's that's my my not even to say bold pick of the week, but that's the pick that I think would turn the most heads. All right, so, well, here are the four games, Peter, uh, just to let everyone else know. Bengals at Titans, 49ers at Packers. Both games are Saturday. And then Sunday, we got the Rams at Buccaneers, who you already predict for. And then uh, Bills at Chiefs uh, to conclude it Sunday evening. Uh, Oliver, since Peter got his two cents in, what game are you most excited for? Um, I think it's got to be Bill's Chiefs. I feel like the winner of either one of these teams can make a real run at the Super Bowl. Um, I think the over is the play in my uh, in my book. I have a Pusateri Parlay set, promo code Mara. 
Um, <laughs> and the over for plus 140. I think that's a guaranteed 50, lock. 55 and a half? Huh? 55 and a half is the over. It might be 80. Anyway, I like the Chiefs and Bills game here. I think that's going to be the most exciting game. That's the most implications uh, regular or, you know, playoff-wise. Um, the winner of that's going to make a real run in the Super Bowl. Chiefs, Bills, promo code Mara. Well, they would only really have to win one more game to make the Super Bowl, so it's not much of a run. But uh... promo code Mara. <laughs> yep. Peter, what, uh, you what? gave your prediction, dude. Shut up. You already gave a prediction for the Rams Buccaneers game. Which game is that? The game you're most excited for, or what? No, I mean obviously Bills Chiefs is the one I'm most excited for, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs, Chiefs win in that game, but they win close, obviously. But, um, I think there's no way that you get absolutely steamrolled in your own house the same season and don't come and at least shake it up a little bit and make some noise. So that's why, that's why I got the Chiefs. Yeah, so two things real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about a game that you guys failed to mention. But, uh, I actually think that this is a tougher matchup for the Packers than if they play in the NFC Championship. And the only reason why I say that is the 49ers have been in playoff mode for the last couple of weeks, even to end the regular season because they were fighting for a playoff spot, right? Packer, uh, 49ers coming off an impressive road victory against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, they're staying hot. Now, yes, they do have a couple injuries on that defensive side of the ball, which could affect them. But I think that this is the true test for the Packers. They had the bye week to start the playoffs. They might be a little rusty. They might be still on uh, vacation mode. This is the true test for the Packers, not the NFC Championship, because I think no matter who it is, they advance to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, in the AFC game you guys are most looking forward to, I, too, do agree that winner of this will be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, I have the Chiefs because they were my preseason uh, Super Bowl pick uh, against the Packers. So I have the Chiefs against the Bills. I wouldn't be too shocked too after annihilating the bully, uh, the bully if there is a letdown by the Bills this week. Let me, uh, let me point out a little thing for you. Uh, the San Francisco yeah, 49ers out. play in San Francisco. It's sunny and about 65 every single day in San Francisco, no matter what happens. They just played a playoff game in a dome in Dallas, and they are now going to Lambeau Field in the middle of the winter. Okay. But go ahead. Keep your, keep your bullshit takes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I, I, I can also counter with... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm that's about fine. to help you out, dumbass. Okay. So I don't understand that, though. No, I know. His ears have to start shitting them again. Um, anyway, uh, 49ers in the cold weather. Look, you know the Super Bowl is anyone. They're a run first, second, and third team. You know, that's a, they're, they're built for the cold weather. Yep. Packers, you know. They, Good they defense, run the ball. ball. They're not built for the cold weather, the Packers? No, they're not. But the 49ers, if you say that they have a disadvantage, I think that they're a team that's very run heavy, and those usually favor the cold weather games, i.e. the Patriots against the Bills week 13. Okay. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, thank you, Oliver. I did not expect you to be on my team. So, Oliver, <laughs> does that mean that you're... <laughs> what the fuck? I was 
That was fucking terrifying. So, Oliver, does that mean that you're picking the 49ers or the Packers? Uh, the Packers, though. But I like the Niners to cover. Okay, that's cool. You know what? Upset of the week. I got the 49ers. Yep. I'll give you a big old kiss after that. All right. Um, Do you guys want to... Predict the other three games real quick, or you want to just do Super Bowl predictions? No, let's rapid, rapid, rapid fire the games. Rapid fire. Peter, Bengals, Titans. Titans. Oliver. Titans. I really want to go Bengals, but I'll go Titans. 49ers at Packers. Peter, you got Packers. Packers. Oliver got Packers. I got 49ers. Rams at Bucks. Rams. Oliver. I'm going Bucks. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? God, you and the media just sucking on Stafford. It's it, I don't know where it comes from. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs. Oliver. Chiefs. Good no answer, and I'm going Chiefs. All right. Uh, anything else you guys like to uh, say while you have the floor, or uh, are, are we good to wrap it up? I know what you're going to say already. But it has nothing to do with with anything but NFL football. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, I want to know where you think these two quarterbacks end up. Hmm. We'll go three. We'll throw another one in there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. And at the week one of next season, what team are they playing on? Wilson, Saints. Deshaun Jail. Not wrong. Um, dude, I like. This might be wild. I think Rodgers, there's a great chance he comes back. That's it. I don't know. If I if I had to give another one, though, no, Broncos. Broncos? Right. What about you? Robert? Oh, uh, what I, question? I have for Watson. I mean, I already said I, I have him on the Panthers. Rodgers, I think he. It's very possible that he stays, but I think if he were to go, I think he goes to the Steelers. Okay. And for Wilson, I think he also stays. Yeah, I. I mean, I always. I feel like the last couple of years, I keep throwing out new places for quarterbacks, and it's very rarely that like any of them actually move. Yeah. Oliver, what do you think about those three? Uh, I'm going to say Wilson will go to the Broncos. I feel like it, they never trade them to an NFC team, so it's got to be an AFC team if he's going to go. Okay. So gonna go. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he might be in GL. You might be right on that one. <laughs> and then <laughs> what was the last one? Ro- uh, oh, Rogers. Rogers. Rogers will be on the Packers, but maybe retired. I don't think he'll play anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, I I know. I like. I almost. I feel like Rogers is so estranged that like if he wins another one, I could so see him just retiring. The the, the only place I could see. Uh, I guess it's too late now. Well, I was gonna say the Forty ers if they do some weird bullshit where they can trade like Trey Lance plus for him, or I, I don't know how they'd work it out. But I feel like he would play there because he's from there. Yeah. But I don't see him playing like any like maybe the Rams, but they're not gonna move from Stafford soon. So. I think it's 49ers or retirement if he doesn't 
you know, if he doesn't stay with the Packers. All right, Albert, let me ask you, between these two quarterbacks, who would you rather have, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? Uh, Baker Mayfield, but it depends on the system. If it's a run-first system, then Baker. If it's a pass-first, I go Carson Wentz. Okay, because... It's a different system next year, so it's tough to say. Because I know Peter said Wentz. Um, yeah, I'd definitely say and I think I'm going Wentz too, but uh, I mean, can we just stop with like? And, and I can't hear another. This is the year the Browns are gonna take that next step. They're just an absolute. Baker's a joke, and uh, I think that his Browns future is in serious jeopardy. Well, wouldn't this be the year that they finally really took a, took the the leap to elite status? I feel like nobody expected that two years ago. They expect I, to be serviceable. Uh, you, you can also say that Baker was hurt, and so was Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt for a long period of time, and that was obviously most of their team successes rolling on those guys. So I don't know. Like, they well, when I hear Baker though saying that, uh, I know that he didn't come out and say, it, but when I hear reports saying that Baker's going to request a trade unless something changes with the Browns. The guy's a moron, okay? First off, he hasn't done enough to make that sort of demand. Two, it's so clear that the offense is strongest when they run the ball 20 to 30 times with Hunt, with Chubb. Like, you want to talk about being well-suited for the playoffs. The the Browns are that team because the Browns' defense came together the second half of the season. And they had the best one-two punch in the league when it comes to running backs. But Baker thinks that he's bigger than he actually is. The man needs to shut the fuck up and just play. <laughs> Spit that shit, Muriel. Yeah. Um, Peter, what was the other thing you wanted to toss out? Uh, this is Russell Wilson's last year of being the best quarterback with the last name Wilson in the NFL. Wow. Loisk, I do have on record that's – that's a stunning take, but that's awesome. Um, I have on record one of your takes from last year that Zach Wilson will be either a massive success or a horrendous disaster. <laughs> so Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen enough to say either. Yeah. I, I think we're still on track for that. Okay. I'd yeah. also like I'm it to be known that you you said Texans were going to finish four and thirteen, and you absolutely nailed it. So I just want to cite that. Good shit, Peter. Good. And if you want me to keep going, you had the Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals for the division. Um, I guess leaderboard there mm-hmm. wasn't exactly right, but it was also a crapshoot, and you got it almost correct. And the Cardinals, you might as well put them in last place with the way they finished. So you pretty much got that too. Yeah. So the fact that the Rams had the most impressive blowout. Is even more mind-boggling, you idiot. Yeah, Victor, if you want to get into your predictions, it won't go as fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say, too, as the Giants search for a head coach, uh, two guys that I absolutely want no part of are uh, Dan Quinn. I think his ceiling is defensive coordinator. And uh, Doug Peterson. Vikings just interviewed Dan Quinn today. Um, I like when he wears that backwards hat. I'll say that, yep. You can agree on that. He looks like he'll. Uh, he, I mean, he's Peter. Like Peter, he's, more attractive job: Giants or Vikings? Vikings, stop. Okay. That's the most, that was a horrible question. Uh, was it though? Because you take your uh, fucking media credibility for that. Really? The Giants suck, Victor. I know, but you could. You have all the say that you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want as GM. I understand, but like you got two Vikings. first round draft picks in the top ten. Okay. 
The Vikings have New York media. I mean, New York capital versus position group by position group. New- okay, well, yeah, also you've already played yourself. Nobody wants to deal with the New York media. No, 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 no. New York media. I agree, but uh, New York capital. New York capital versus being a Midwestern filler team that no one gives a fuck about. Okay. Victor, what would you say is about? I don't really know the number, but what would you say is about the average lifespan of a head coach in the NFL? Average three years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Three. Two and a half. Yeah. So in two and a half years, do you have a higher chance of success with the New York Giants, New York Football Giants, actually, or the Minnesota Vikings? I think you do because the they Vikings. have an aging veteran quarterback with a monster contract that they don't know what to do with. I would not call him aging yet. What's he? Thirty-three. Well, the guy's a loser. 34? The guy's a uh, career loser. Also, position group by position group, the Giants stand no chance at all. Agreed. Like Agreed. Zero. Agreed. That's fair. That's fair, but uh, then the Vikings were clearly the more disappointing team uh, over the Giants. The Giant, the Vikings were one win off of what their their overall goal was. The Giants were about seven. Vikings very disappointing, more disappointing than the Giants. No, uh, Peter, ignore him. It's like arguing with Crane from Batman Begins. Just let him go. Put him in his room of padded fucking walls and just let him just walk around. Anyway, Eli Manning won a Super Bowl. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah. two. Too. And on uh, that note, uh, I think thank you for joining me, Peter and Oliver. Hopefully we can do another preview uh, for next year's season. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the – I mean if the podcast makes it that long. We're kind of on the, uh, you know, down climb right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, one-off, one-off special. Yeah, but uh, preview next season. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, have a good night. Hey, Victor Pooh, like do on your shoe. Yep. And uh, appreciate it, Victor. Th- thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another edition of Old School Sport. Till next time.